What's the best way to help your children figure out married life? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 57 of Exubus. And we learn that one of the most difficult things for a parent to witness is their child struggling. But when they get married, one must finally cut that umbilical cord once and for all. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with the story. Before Samson and Delilah, there was Samson and the woman from Timna. We don't know much about his first wife other than the fact that she too gives Samson a hard time until he finally gives in and shares his secret with her. On that occasion, however, it isn't about his strength, it's about a riddle he devises at his wedding feast. Amidst the festivities, Samson poses the, f- the following question to all the merrymakers. Out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the bowl came something sweet. Whoever shall decipher this riddle, I shall give him thirty garments, declared Samson. But if you do not, you shall give me thirty garments. They rack their brains for the solution, but alas, to no avail. They corner Samson's wife and demand she uncover the answer. She duly goes to her husband and begs him to reveal the solution. Why would I tell you, Samson responds. I haven't even told my own parents. But after much begging and cajoling, eventually he relents and tells her the meaning of the strange riddle. Immediately, she runs off to share the secret with her father's house, and no longer requiring Samson in their lives, her father ends up giving her hand in marriage to another man. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, We give a maiden 12 months from the time that her husband betrothed her to prepare herself for the wedding. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Zerah said, It was taught regarding a young girl, either she or her father may delay the wedding. Granted, she may delay But do we allow her father? If she is ready, what difference does it make to her father? The answer is that he may be concerned. Perhaps she agrees to get married now because she does not know what she is doing. But tomorrow she will regret it and walk out on him. She will then come back home and become my responsibility. Let's analyze the Gemara. Have you ever wondered where the concept of lengthy engagements comes from? If two people have decided to get married, then why wait? Already here in the Mishnah, sages enacted that a bride may have up to 12 months to prepare herself for the big day. The Gemara then presents a teaching that maintains that if a young girl decides to get married, not only may she hold off, but her father also has the right to delay the wedding date. Why? Because she doesn't know what she's doing, and if it doesn't work out, she'll come running back home. Since her parents are the ones who potentially will be left to deal with the aftermath of a failed marriage, the father gets to weigh in on the question of whether or not she's ready to get married. In the Gemara's case, the daughter is definitely too young to be thinking about getting married. The conversation should never have taken place to begin with, and the parents should certainly get involved in the young couple's life and exercise their parental duty to stop a disaster before it happens. However, in most cases, parents should not get involved. Young couples and their parents need to place clear boundaries between the previous existing state of affairs and the new relationship. That's not easy. Parents don't like seeing their children suffer, and so it's tempting to get involved when the new husband and wife are taking longer than usual to adjust to married life. But parental intrusion is completely unhealthy and risks inflicting considerable long-term damage on the young couple. Why would Samson tell his wife that he could not reveal the solution to the riddle since he had not revealed it to his parents. Why would she run off to her father's house after a fight with her husband? Ironically, when it came to choosing a wife, Samson didn't listen to his parents' entreaties not to intermarry. Only once he and his wife were involved in a domestic dispute, 
did he taunt her that he'd sooner confide in his parents than in her? The story of Samson, the woman from Timna, is the Tanakh's warning against parental involvement in a marriage. When your child gets married, it doesn't matter how close you are with them, you need to let go. Going forward, the child's spouse is number one. When your child comes to you with a marital matter, send him back to his spouse to discuss it. And if that doesn't work, tell him to seek therapy from a disinterested party. Not only is it not in his interest for you to get involved, it's not in yours either. Hopefully, the couple will end up figuring things out. But the problem is that when that occurs, the details of the resolution won't be conveyed to the parents. And so what ends up often happening is that the parents who were pulled into the crisis are left with an aftertaste of ill feeling toward their new, new child-in-law. It's much harder for the parents to forgive and forget because all they dealt with was the crisis. They didn't get to experience the marital bliss that followed after everything eventually fell into place. The father in Agamara is concerned that his daughter has no idea about marriage. But honestly, how many people have a clue what marriage is about before their wedding day? All the preparation in the world cannot ready you for the demands of a life lived with and for another person. Sadly, too many newlyweds enter marriage like this little girl thinking that marriage is all roses and sunshine. When they realize the demands and challenges of marriage, it's tempting to give up and come running home if mommy and daddy are standing there with open arms. If you want a successful and lifelong marriage, always remember that your spouse comes first. Never involve parents in conflicts between you and your spouse. May you merit a spouse who becomes your best friend and closest confidant, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.